Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. It is day 28 of National Podcast Post Month, and I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. And I already said that, you know, normal doesn't quite swing around here. Well, today I'm throwing everything off, much like I did last week for Thanksgiving. Today I'm talking food. And why am I talking food? Why? Because I've talked about and I've mentioned my mac and cheese several times. And so I decided, you know what? I am going to give you the recipe for my mac and cheese that I make just about every week. And no, this is not, you know, open up box of Kraft mac and cheese, which a shit's expensive. Uh, B, this is probably technically more expensive, but you're getting a lot more out of it. And I say it's more expensive because this uses sausage, like summer sausage, like those big links of uh, Hillshire Farm, big link that uses one of those. And it also makes a shit ton of mac and cheese because I have four boys and they can eat all the mac and cheese, like all of it. So I'm going to run through this pretty quick because I still need to go and make this right now, actually. So. Get it right off the bat. Let's run through what you're going to need. You know, never goes without saying you're going to need a pot. You're going to actually you're going to need a pot and or two pots, possibly, you know, one or the other, either like a big saucepan. I have like a big saucier, I think is the appropriate term. I have a big pot for boiling pasta and eventually for mixing everything together. All right. So you need a link of whatever kind of sausage you want to use. If you feel like using like cheddar worst or whatever the hell. I just use standard uh, Hillshire Farm, like smoke length, whatever it is. Okay. You need a half pound of freshly grated cheese. And I mean like sharp, extra sharp cheddar, maybe mozzarella. If you want to start mixing in stuff, Colby, whatever you want to feel like mixing in together, but it needs to be freshly grated because anything out of a bag has flour and cornstarch and things on it that affects the recipe and it and it, it tends to make it grainy because you can't really account for how much of that is there it throws off the recipe okay freshly grated check so whether you want to do this in line or whatever just know you need about a half pound of it i told you this is a lot you're also going to need eh, about two just say flour just have flour on hand because i go with two heaping tablespoons so technically it probably amounts to more like three and then you need, okay, so we got cheese, we got uh, flour, and you need a whole stick, whole stick of butter, salted, unsalted, I don't give a shit, you can add salt to taste if you want. So, and yeah, that's going to be, you know, cut, a, cut, cut it up into like little tabs or chunks or whatever, just makes melting easier later. And you need, eh, give or take, a cup and a half to two cups of milk give or take. And sometimes it can be more, sometimes less. It just depends on how well things work later. We'll get there. All right. So start off and here's, and again, much like my Thanksgiving, everything I do when it comes to cooking stuff is done in a timing process. So the very first thing I do, I start my water boiling for the pasta. That's it. And you can use whatever the hell type of, you know, you want it. It's Mac and cheese. 
make it mac and cheese. You can use elbows, you can use shells, really whatever shape of pasta is to your taste that seems fitting for mac and cheese. All right, so start your water boiling. Now, I'm going to say this right now. You should, if you aren't great with timing, get your cheese all shredded and ready to go and take your sausage and dice it up. And I usually like split it and just keep splitting it and then chunk it down. Whatever size you feel is appropriate. I do it. I seriously do a different size of chunks of sausage, depending on what type of what shape of pasta I'm using. When I'm using shells, I make them bigger because the shells are bigger. They're about the same size when I'm using elbows or if I'm using rotini, I make them smaller. It's just kind of whatever. I'm weird that way. So cut up your sausage to nice little bite sized pieces Shred your cheese, have that ready. I say you do that because you may not be able to do this in time the way I do it, just saying. So get your water going. While your water's going, get your big pan and it needs to be able to hold all of this sausage. It does. Now, take your big pan. Basically, you just need to brown up your sausage. Medium, medium, high heat. I'm not getting too specific on this. Brown up your sausage. Don't burn it. And it'll start, you know, giving off all of its nice, yummy goodness into the pan. And I would rather, it's better if you can do everything in this pan other than boil your pasta. And we'll get to that later. But if you, it's better if you have a really big pan that you can do this in. Now, after your sausage is all nice and brown and, 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 and cooked up, take it out of there, set it aside somewhere because we need that pan. We need that pan for that sausage grease. And I know you're going to say, oh, man, all that grease. Guess what? We're making full fat mac and cheese here. This is not going to be healthy for you at all. Sorry. But you're going to take that pan and leave it maybe on medium, medium high heat and throw in all of that chunked up butter. Remember how I said you need to chunk up that butter? Throw all that butter in there, get it all melted down. And here's where you pull out a whisk and just kind of whisk it down and you want to a little bit of light scraping to get all of the sausagey goodness out of that pan. And once all the butter and everything is melted and all of the sausage and everything, the sausage oil and all that is kind of mixed together, then you're going to throw in your two heaping scoops of, or two heaping uh, tablespoons-ish of flour and whisk that in really good. Get that all mixed in really well, just to the point where it doesn't look greasy. And if it still looks greasy, it should look more like a paste. So if it's it not like completely glue, but it should start looking paste-like, but not greasy. If it still looks greasy, add a little bit more flour, whiskey, 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 until it's all done. All right. Keep the heat on it. Now, and this is all going very quickly because you're really, and you're having to waste a whisk for the entirety of this process, by the way. So I hope your arms can hold up. Now, now you've got your... Your butter, your flour, your sausage grease stuff in there for because, man, that's going to make this taste awesome. Get all that in there. That's all whisked together. It's nice. All right. Now you're going to start taking your milk. Put in maybe and I'm not measuring this at this point. Just know you're going to need anywhere from a half, one and a half cups to two cups, give or take. Again, depending on the amount of really the amount of grease that you got and the sausage uh, grease you got out of there really will affect how much flour, how much milk and all that stuff. But yeah, so get your flour, your flour, grease, uh, butter mixture, add about half of your milk, give or take. 
slowly whisking it in. It's going to start thickening up. It's going to like congeal and to get kind of chunky for a minute. Keep whisking, let it all whisk it all in, get it all until all of that milk is absorbed. Keep whisking, keep whisking. And I realize that I'm actually physically doing this and whisking as I'm going right now and keep whisking and keep whisking. And then like once that's all kind of absorbed and it should start getting more like more pasty and and be much more like a glue almost. It's going to start getting really thick and pasty as it goes. Then start adding more of the milk and more of and, you know whisk that in a little bit more, a little bit more. You want to slowly introduce the milk. You don't want to put it too fast because you need time for all of the flour and everything to absorb all of that milk and all that into there. Otherwise, it's going to get grainy and you do not want it to get grainy. So as you're mixing it and basically when you get to a point where it's just a creamy, it's basically a kind of a thinner, creamy sauce. And it's going to be a little brown. Don't be worried. That's just from the sausage and all of the sausaginess that was in the pan. Now, you start, once you get to that, that creamy sauce mixture, that's when you start introducing your cheese. And again, much like the milk, you don't want to overdo it. You want to maybe a small handful, uh, throw it in there, sprinkle it around, whisk that in and mix it until it is 100% melted and integrated. And then get another handful and slowly whisk that in there and get it all melted and integrated in there because again if you just throw it all in there it's not going to melt evenly it's going to get grainy you don't want that you don't want grainy grainy sucks and so just slowly work your way in there whisking all that cheese in there and i realize i've never told you to start the pasta but you know (laughs) Basically, it's once the, the water is ready, you need. And here's the thing with the, 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 the way I do it is that while I'm doing this entire process, I've started the pasta. I'm cutting up everything as I'm going. So while the water is getting is boiling and like starting to boil, I'm, I'm grating cheese and I'm cutting up sausage and my pan's getting hot. So as soon as the water's ready, I'm throwing sausage in, I'm throwing pasta in. It's just, again, it's like my Thanksgiving. It's just part of the way that I construct a meal. But yeah, your pasta needs to be going by, you know, once it's the water's boiling, you need to have your pasta going and it'll literally take about the same amount of time to boil that pasta and get it done as it will to put all this together. It actually is quite time consuming. Just it, you cannot rush it. But once you've got your pasta is your pasta is cooked. You've got all of your cheese integrated and looks really good. Turn down your heat to just like a low simmer. You could probably even turn it off at this point and reintroduce your sausage into that sauce. So, cause it still had a lot of sausage oil and things on it and flavor that it could still give the whole thing. So put that back in with your cheese sauce, give that a stir, get that all mixed up and integrated. Once your pasta is ready, drain it, give it a good shake. Now, here's my trick because guess what? You're dealing with a hot pot. If you ever have put freshly drained pasta back into the same pot to serve, the pot's hot. It burns. My trick, pour about half of your so- your cheese sauce into the bottom of the pot. Then throw your pasta back in. Then the rest of the cheese sauce and everything over the top. Make sure you scrape it. Scrape that pan down really good. Get all of that cheesy yumminess into there. Mix all that in and let it sit for a couple of minutes. I say this for two reasons. One, 
you want all of that cheese sauce to kind of soak in a little bit. The the pasta should still be kind of hot and it should still be and it's as it's cooling a little bit, it's going to start kind of sucking in and having a little bit of a sponge action and soak in some of those flavors. Now, the other reason is it's going to be hot as fuck. Really. Nobody is going to be able to eat this. And if you've ever had hot cheese sauce spilled on you, this cheese has this magical property where you don't notice that it burns for a few seconds. And the next thing you know, you can't feel your hand or your anywhere. Trust me, you never want to get burned by cheese. So give it a few minutes to cool down. Trust me, it's got plenty of heat. It's not going to be that bad. I can usually let mine sit for almost 10 minutes. No shit. Now, maybe you want to add some flavor. Sometimes I'll add like uh, onion powder or garlic powder into the sauce when I'm mixing it. Or even just like, you know, maybe it just needs salt, you know, salt to taste. You may want to taste your cheese sauce as you go. If you don't just kind of have that instinctual, this is going to be good. Some people do. Some people don't. You never know. But eh, so check, you know, if you want to add, and I always say everything is about modification. This is a modified recipe in itself. So that's, this is the closest thing to a recipe recipe that I have. I'm giving you the on paper recipe that this was derived from because I do it all by instinct now, but the general, the, the generalness of it is still there. It's still a stick of butter. It's still about two cups of milk. It's still about a half a pound of cheese. These are, are, are flexible, but again, I'm doing when I'm making it, I'm just making it from memory. I'm not measuring for shit, but this comes out. It is so delicious and it doesn't matter what kind of pasta you use. Really? I've done it with elbows. I've done it with rotini. I've done it with whole wheat rotini, which doesn't taste bad, but the biggest effect that you're going to have is what kind of cheese do you use? Do you use a medium cheddar? Do you use an extra sharp? Do you add mozzarella? I've done that before. Mozzarella, Colby, uh, Jack. I've used a lot of different varieties of cheese, but I, I always have at least half of it as a, a good sharp cheddar. And then everything else is just to kind of add tanginess and different flavors. Experiment with it. It's delicious. It's mac and cheese. Come on, really. And this is a stovetop style mac and cheese. This makes a fuck ton of mac and cheese. I already said that. Again, I have four boys who can eat this all day. I can too. So, you know, experiment with it. Check it out. It's delicious. It's really simple. When you're doing it, it's really simple. It's just time consuming. That's why they have instant mac and cheese. But trust me, this will be so much better than anything you will ever get out of a box. That's just it. So, and again, because I didn't say, this is like when you buy a box of pasta. This is the whole box of pasta, by the way, that this is intended to make the like one pound box of pasta. So it's a whole big ass pot. This is not for, you know, if, if you're making this for yourself, this is a week of mac and cheese. I don't care who you are, but this is the, this is intended to be for an entire box of pasta. So keep that in mind. Again, we were dealing with a half a pound of cheese in this recipe. If you thought it was, you know, like a, craft mac and cheese size box no 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 it's like four of them <laughs> but i realize i'm terrible at giving recipes but you listen to this on repeat a few times you'll figure it out anyway that is it for me for today i've got to go and start making this mac and cheese right now and i will be back tomorrow 
And I've got one more guest coming up before I got two more days. I got one more guest coming up before this is over. So I will keep you posted on that. It's an, an extra special, you know, Paul was my extra special, super awesome guest. This is probably one of the few people that I know that tops him. And I think he'll admit to that. But anyway, you can subscribe to the show at odddeadoutpodcast.com. Hit me up on social medias at odddeadout, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twisted World of the Odd Dead Out Facebook group. And until tomorrow, thank you and have a nice dinner. <laughs>